Locked on NFL Thursday, we got a big battle of two West Coast teams on Thursday night football. The Raiders, who are trying to get back in the race in the AFC against the lowly, hungover Los Angeles Rams. Then, we're past Thanksgiving now. What are our updated Super Bowl predictions? Who's going to play in the game and who is going to win? And then finally, as we always do on Thursday, take a look at the best games of Week 14. All of that and more on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Let's roll! You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Football fans, welcome back to another edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Excited to kick off the football week here with you guys today. We're going to start by previewing the Thursday night football matchup between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Rams. Before we do that, I want to thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL Podcast your first listen every day. I am one of your local experts, Tyler Rowland here, with my other local expert, Alex Clancy. Make sure you make Locked On NFL your first listen every single day if you don't already. Also want to let you know that today's show is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. Alex, this. This game may not have a ton of implications when it comes to the standings in the NFL with the Rams having the worst Super Bowl hangover of all time at 3-9. and nine. But, but, there is a lot, you know, up in the air in terms of how people feel locally because the Los Angeles Rams, we know there are a ton of Los Angeles Raiders fans and Oakland Raiders fans Still in the area, this is a battle for the hearts of Southern California. The Raiders have made a comeback here. They're at five and seven, been on a nice little streak. Do you think that they keep that rolling against this lowly Rams team that's going to be without Aaron Donald, without Matthew Stafford, and a couple of other pieces as well? Yeah, uh, yes. Um, I'm going to give a basketball analogy, which I do from time to time. People thought that the Lakers sold out for a championship. Look at what the Rams have done. The Rams right. are going to be Rome burning at the end of this season. And Tyler, as somebody who hosts Locked On Cardinals, I said last season, it's almost better if the Rams just win the Super Bowl. It's just better because that's it. It'll dissipate. Von Miller, yep. gone. OBJ, gone. Matthew Stafford may never play meaningful football like he did at one time again. Aaron Donald, who the hell knows? Is Sean McVay going to retire? Like they I could turn into the Jeff Fisher Rams in the next three years. We have no idea. So I am a Jared Goff truther on this show. So I am ecstatic to see the Rams lose because that means the Lions get their pick and it's going to be top five, it looks like. Number one, I'm a Derek Carr pseudo truther where I think he's one of the better leaders in this in the NFL, even though mm -hmm. he may not be an elite quarterback. Players want to run through walls for him. And I that that you know that kind of matches up here. Yeah, I think the, the Raiders continue to roll. 
Devontae Adams wins the Devontae Adams versus Aaron Rodgers, who was it, battle. Right. You know, Devontae Adams is an absolute terror. I hope that the Raiders just steamroll and continue to um, because they're fun. The NFL is better when the Raiders are yes. good. Mm-hmm. And I think they got good players, too. You know, they're they're an exciting offense now that Josh Jacobs is running like a man possessed. <laughs> Devontae yeah. Adams, as you mentioned. Max Crosby is one of my favorite players in the NFL, bar none. Great personality, great player. Chandler Jones. Team Redbeard, Max Crosby, with you and me. <laughs> right, right. There you go. So, got to give a shout-out to Max Crosby. Yeah, I think the Raiders are a fun team. And honestly, I know it is far-fetched at seven losses already, but the Jets are seven and five in the seventh spot in the wild card. No, I don't think that the Raiders can catch Miami, Cincy, Tennessee, Baltimore, Kansas City, Buffalo. I don't think that they're going to get anywhere near that, but that seventh spot, the Jets at seven and five, led by Mike White right now, which I know the vibes are good, but it's still Mike White. Six and six, six Patriots who look like they're floundering. Chargers are always going to charger at six and six, and they just lost to the Raiders last week. So for me, the Raiders on a three-game win streak, I think they make it four, and they go into this final stretch at six and seven. Depending on what happens in the NFL, I think the Raiders can kind of keep themselves in. I wanted to get one take from you, Alex, before we go. Just your quick take. The Rams have claimed Baker Mayfield off waivers. Do you think Baker Mayfield maybe is the quarterback of the future for the Rams if Stafford wants to maybe move on or maybe doesn't want to play anymore? Do you basically does this Baker Mayfield claim matter? Um, I think he's better than John Wolford or Bryce Perkins. Like, right. I am not a Baker Mayfield truther, but I also think he got a bad rap from Cleveland. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe he observed that maybe there was, you know, inner stuff at that point because he never really reached, but lest we forget, they were a fourth down missed conversion from Chase Daniel against Kansas City <laughs> in the playoffs a couple years ago from yep. advancing and beating Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Aaron, uh, Baker Mayfield with a good defense and great position players is nothing we've seen for Baker Mayfield yet. So it could be a lot worse than Baker Mayfield, even though people are going to be marred by the Carolina experiment. Mm-hmm. I think they, they can't awful. start him on Thursday. Like, what are we doing here? But I think right. moving forward, let him in, run him in. And see. I mean, they paid a million bucks. Just see what he can be for the rest of the year and see if he can fit in this system. Yeah, right? and I think if you're the Rams and you don't want to completely go under and you don't want McVay to retire and you don't want Aaron Donald to leave, Maybe, just maybe, you have a, a decent end of the season with Baker. You bring Baker back with Stafford in case he's injured, and maybe you can kind of keep it going one more year. I doubt it. I don't really think it matters too much, but interesting storyline to follow nonetheless. Let me ask you one quick question before we go about this because it's fascinating. Which was the worst contract that Matthew Stafford was given? The one before he was drafted or the $60 million guarantee that he got after they won the Super Bowl? Um, I, th- I think, I think you got to say it's the, the most recent one that he signed after winning the Super Bowl. To me, it felt like a Kobe Bryant contract yeah. where the Lakers after the Achilles tear gave Kobe $50 million, which isn't yep. much today. And, you know, role players get that in the NBA nowadays, but back then was a huge deal. And I think this is a, Hey, you want us a Super Bowl? We're going to take care of you as an organization, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it may have positive ramifications, 
But to me, yeah, you're, you're betting on the potential of Matthew Stafford, so you give him the deal out of college. Giving him that money, knowing what they knew about his elbow, I think that was that was pretty negligent at the time with all the problems that they have on their roster. So I lied. They get, he, has, he gets $130 million guaranteed Ooh. with the contract. Ooh. Yeah, I think uh, that's paying. When you give out a contract, you always want to do it for what you're going to get, not what you got before. And um, for better or for worse, I, I don't I don't think that was the right move. But we're going to move forward here. Guys, we are past Thanksgiving. And as Bill Parcells always said, you don't know anything about the NFL until you get past Thanksgiving. Well, knowing what we know right now, who will be in the Super Bowl? Who will win? We will make our predictions before going over the best games of Week 14 to cap off the show. Before we get into all that, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a slate of new football podcasts that we're sure you're going to love. That's why you'll be able to find a sneak peek of Block Forever available now on the Locked On NFL podcast feed. Block Forever is a brand new podcast from former NFL All-Pro Ryan Khalil and Audible. Khalil takes the conversation about football to the next level. He has a ton of guests who discuss everything from sports betting to playing through pain, being a leader, dealing with combative teammates, nothing is out of bounds. Head over to the Locked On NFL podcast feed for a sneak peek of Block Forever or catch the full series available anywhere. You get your podcast available everywhere now. Audible, get in the game. He is Tyler Rowland, Locked on Titans. I am Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. Follow him on Twitter, Titans. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Uh, thank you for making Locked on NFL your first listen each and every day. Now make Locked on Sports today your mm-hmm. second listen. From the biggest stories, the games that matter, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with log- local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. As Tyler mentioned, the time to throw up your green bean casserole in front of your family because of how disgusting it is, is over. Okay. We are in moving day officially at the Masters. It is Saturday. It is the back nine of the NFL season on Saturday. Um, who's gonna Who's gonna make the Super Bowl? Are we gonna Are we gonna re-energize the same picks we made before the season started? Tyler, who do you see making the Super Bowl through Week 13, heading into Week 14 of the 2022 NFL season? Now, I believe I believe if I remember correctly, so many months ago. I picked Kansas City against Green Bay or Tampa Bay. I think it was Tampa Bay. And I am going to change that. I'm going to change that entirely. Watching what we've watched, watching what I've seen, uh, I think in the NFC, the only team that I think is actually really good is Philadelphia. I I think Dallas, in my opinion, Dallas is the second best team in the NFC. I would take Philly and Dallas over everybody. Minnesota, I don't trust trust Kirk Cousins to go all the way through the playoffs. I don't trust their offensive line. San Francisco, probably going to be playing Brock Purdy the rest of the year. And I mean, while I love San Francisco's roster and if Jimmy G had stayed healthy, I might be going with San Francisco. I I can't say Brock Purdy is going to a Super Bowl. Dallas is the one team that that I'm really thinking about. Man, I think they have the talent to do it. Good offensive line, great weapons. 
good quarterback, uh, a pass rusher that just cannot be stopped. They have a lot of talent in Dallas, so I'm really on the fence with going with the Cowboys. But I think being in the same division as Philadelphia, Philadelphia is going to know Dallas a little bit better than maybe they, you know, someone from a different division would. So I'm going to pick Philadelphia in the NFC. I think that's that's going to be my choice, the 11-1 and Philadelphia Eagles. And I think that they are going to face the best team in the NFL, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are clearing away the best team in the NFL. Uh, Homer. Their, uh. their offensive line. Homer, I hate the Bengals. I've hated them my whole life. <laughs> I literally grew up here and decided not to like them. I hate them so much. So I just want to say this. The Bengals have an improved offensive line. And that was the only weakness with their team last year. Maybe they have some concerns about the secondary, but with the way their defensive front plays football, I think the Bengals and the Eagles face each other in the Super Bowl. And I think the Eagles win the Super Bowl because at the end of the day, that cornerback matchup between the Bengals and the Eagles wide receivers will be dominated by Philly. I think Philadelphia Eagles beat the Cincinnati Bengals 31 to 27 in the Super Bowl. That's my new official prediction. Um, I don't know what your prediction was when we did it initially, but mine was. It was Chiefs versus Tampa Bay, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's what mine was. Chiefs, Tampa Bay. And I'm not changing that because Patrick Mahomes is the best player in football. The Chiefs mm-hmm. are the best team in football, even though they don't necessarily have the best players like they once did. How do you see Tampa Bay coming out of the NFC, though? How do you, That's the one part of this that I'm There is no wondering. proven entity in the NFC aside from right. Tom Brady. Okay. Right. I don't trust the Cowboys, even though their defense is exemplary. That run game is fascinating to watch. And Mike, right. Mike McCarthy's won a Super Bowl. Say what you want about him as a coach. He's won a Super Bowl. Um. They've got talent. If they sign OBJ, I don't. There were reports out this morning that the medical report didn't look great to Jerry Jones. I don't know exactly what that. Yeah, means. we've heard that from a couple of teams. Yeah. So I trust Tom Brady until he's not playing football anymore. And this isn't like a an old dog thought. Tom Brady was a bad cover zero defensive play call away from making the next run of the playoffs last year against in beating right. the Rams and and. And 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 um, completing one of the best playoff comebacks in the history of football in the process, when the Rams forgot how to play football for a quarter and a half during dur- during time uh, during a winning time. So I'm picking Patrick Mahomes. I'm picking Tom Brady. I want to see it again, and I want to see these gentlemen with lesser than rosters just absolutely manhandle their respective conferences because that would be the best. That's the best for me. Tom Brady, every time in the Super Bowl, right. five-year-old against the next in command, even though others are touted, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, do it. Right. Do it. We've already talked about this. you got to do it before you're Patrick Mahomes. So I'm taking them and stamp it. Locked on Cardinals. Nope. Locked on NFL Thursday. Uh, Alex Clancy, Tyler Rowland. Um, it's our favorite segment of the week. Mm-hmm. And it is games that we are excited about watching coming up on Sunday. And as we get closer to the playoffs, every game has more and more magnitude. There's some great division rivalry games on Sunday and, uh, you know, and, and this weekend. And we're going to talk about them all. Our favorites next as Locked On NFL Thursday rolls on. First, I get to talk about 
Bet Online. This episode of Locked On NFL is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. And if there's something that makes me happy to talk about regarding food, it has been, continues to be, and will always have a soft, nougaty spot in my heart. And that's Bilt Bar. Okay. Can we pause for a second? Can we pause the pod? Okay. We're paused. Great. Because you got to try what I'm about to talk about, okay? They've got reimagined flavors. Cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, and coconut brownie topper, white chocolate peppermint granola. It's Bilt's take on the granola bar, so it's more filling and still insanely tasty. And candy cane brownie puff? Bilt puffs are like biting into the universe's most delicious cloud. Puffs are protein-infused marshmallow, Okay. First of all, for anyone who hasn't tried Bilt Bars before, they're literally the best tasting protein bars ever, okay? They're revolutionizing nutrition, as we know, with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly low sugar and calories, 130 calories. Just sink your teeth in the first bite, and it'll change your life forever. I'm not kidding. There will be a time before you've tried these new Bilt Bar flavors and after, Okay. You're probably wondering which new flavors is my favorite and unanswered an unanswerable question to say the least. They're all unbelievable and they're all different. So you can order a mixed box and try all the damn flavors yourself. Built, you got to try this. Okay, get 50% off your order right now by using code LOCKED15, LOCKEDON15 at built.com. All right. It's time. It is. This is Tyler's favorite segment. This is Tyler. This is why Tyler likes talking to me. We get through the first two segments, but this is really where Tyler loves to shine. Okay. Looking forward toward the next week's games. And there's a couple. I have a feeling I know at least one that he's going to highlight, but Tyler, the stage is yours. What are your two or three most excitable games coming up in this week's? NHL slate, NFL slate. Well, I I think um, the number one game that stands out to me right off the bat, right at the top of the slate, a one o'clock game, Jets Bills. Jets at seven and five, Bills at nine and three. Uh, I mean, Jets find a way to win this one. Last time, I think it was one of the crazier games uh, of the year. Uh, I think the Jets are a really good team. They it, nobody wants to buy into the Jets. Nobody really wants to believe it because you know it's the Jets. It's the Jets. They got Mike White in at quarterback, and um, you know the offense has struggled at times. But that defense, the fourth best defense in the NFL. Uh, again, this is a division game, and now that Von Miller is going to be out for the rest of the season, uh, it kind of takes away the special aspect of that Buffalo defense that really, Buffalo's defense has been good the last few years. But you added in Vaughn Miller for that consistent edge-rushing pressure, and it just took Buffalo's defense to the next level. 
I think they take a little bit of a step back from the height that their defense was playing at. And I, I think the Jets have a great chance to win this game. So I think Jets 7-5 and five, uh, against the Bills is, is one of the most interesting games of the weekend. Yeah, no, and I, I agree with you. Um, there's a couple, like, you know, Mike White's a great story, okay? If the Bills want to win a Super Bowl, they need to absolutely punish the Jets. Like, yeah, this shouldn't sure. be a Minnesota Vikings game from last week where it was cute and they kept the game mm-hmm. close and Mike White and those things. They need to absolutely eviscerate Mike White. And right. just a side note, Von Miller must be a vampire. He's 33 <laughs> years old. Like, that's not that's not what's supposed to happen, you know, especially yeah. from the position he plays. Anyways, um, yeah, it's fascinating to me. I still think the Jets are kind of boring, even though Garrett Wilson's great. Seeing Brees Hall there, the yeah. defense is getting better with Sauce Gardner. Like, I get it's going to be exciting. I feel like the beginning of next year, the Jets are going to be popcorn TV. I just don't see right. it yet. I don't see it yet. Um, but for me, on Sunday, there's a couple. Okay, one is Minnesota at Detroit. Because Detroit yes. is must-watch football right now. Jamison yep. Williams is coming back. So if mm-hmm. you can have Amon Ross St. Brown, DJ Chark, who didn't have a great quarterback in Jacksonville, but still put up numbers, he's starting to emerge. Jamison Williams could be the best of all three. And then you have the two-headed monster with DeAndre Swift and, and Jamal Williams, and the mm-hmm. offensive line's getting better. The defense is still porous, but you've got Aiden Hutchinson. Like Dan Campbell's got something cooking in Detroit. And yeah. as a Jared Goff truther, he's, he's showing – that with a good offensive line and with good skill position players, you could do a lot worse than Jared Goff. Yeah. And and I want to see Minnesota come in and beat them. Like, I want to see if they can. There's going to be a lot of points scored in this game, and it could be last possession win, but this is a pivotal game for Minnesota if they want to, you know, substantiate themselves as a two-seed, maybe an outside chance for a one-seed in the NFC. And then the second one for me is Philly in New York. It's divisional. It's Philly on the road. I need to see Philly to continue to remind us and show us that they really are as good as their record indicates. Right. I want to see tribulations from Jalen Hurts and how we can get out of them. He's been an yeah. absolute, like last week was the dictionary definition of an absolute punishing quarterback for so many different ways. You've got a front row seat to it. Like right. Right. if he can do that, he's going to win MVP and they're going to win the Super Bowl. I, but right. I want to see it at East Rutherford. I want to see them do it um, on the road in the division matchup. A couple more games that I want to point out here. One, Tampa Bay at 6-6 six and six at the 49ers, 8-4. and four. I think that's a great – even with Brock Purdy, I still think the 49ers are a better team than Tampa Bay. So if you want Tom Brady to kind of go on that late season run and kind of turn things around to, to get ready to make that Super Bowl push, I think Tampa Bay needs to beat a good 49ers team to remind themselves – that they can do it. Uh, also, Dolphins at Chargers on Sunday night should yeah. be a pretty entertaining game with the the Tua and the Justin Herbert call. But what I really wanted to focus on is a game that's not only going to be entertaining on Sunday, but it might be entertaining for the next five years. And it's the Cleveland Browns at five and seven at the Cincinnati Bengals, who are eight and four. Deshaun Watson and Joe Burrow could be two of the top five most talented talented quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, Watson, all the off-field stuff aside, Watson was a top-five quarterback, in my opinion, when he was last really playing ball, like with Houston that last season he actually played. He hasn't played in nearly two years, so it makes sense that he would be a little rusty, and he looked rusty at Houston. Plus, you got to think, 
all of the emotional baggage that comes with playing in Houston had to at least be on his mind. If Deshaun Watson gets back to form and plays the type of football that we know he's capable of, watching Watson and Burrow go against each other in that division for the next five years could be absolutely entertaining, and I can't wait to get our first taste of it, despite the fact I think the Bengals do win convincingly. I think it'll be interesting to watch that game and that that rivalry kind of take place, start, and then go throughout the next few years. I'm interested yeah, in that. and Lamar Jackson also. I mean, that, that division's yeah. going to be – well, if Lamar – Lamar Jackson is like, you know what? Yeah. I'm not playing the rest of this year. Like, would you yeah. – like, you know, like – but all things considered, if they do end up paying him, yes, that is a three-headed monster in the uh, – in the AOC North. And I'll tell you what, that division ain't locked up yet. Like if Cleveland no. beats Cincinnati, goes on, yeah. on the road, and Deshaun Watson's like, I had my rusty game. I was playing in my former home. And he and Mari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones and Kareem Hunt, who got a lot more involved with Deshaun Nick Watson. Chubb and, and Nick David Chubb. And Joku, they got a good team. Like, it's the defense that's the problem for the right. Browns. But they're going to be able to score with people and control the clock yeah. when they have leads with that mm-hmm. run game with Deshaun Watson's yes. ability to be a top five wide, uh, quarterback. So that's, And the Browns are that. five and seven. They were four and seven without Watson. I don't think that's an absolute failure. I know a lot of Browns fans who yeah. are freaking screaming bloody murder that they don't, this team is terrible. While they had their backup in the whole season, I think the Browns right. have done a good job weathering that storm. Agreed. And, you know, in the Tampa Bay 49ers one, that is a true Tampa Bay litmus test. It's not a San Francisco litmus test. They should be able to win the NFC West regardless because you're right. Their defense is probably the best in the NFL. Maybe Dallas mm-hmm. has something to say about that. Their mm-hmm. run game, you know, they've got the they've got the skill position players. And you know what Kyle Shanahan does? He minimizes yeah. risk with quarterbacks who have ceilings. That's what yeah. he's done with Jimmy Garoppolo. It was like the Jim Harbaugh-Alex Smith experiment. Jim yeah. Harbaugh spearheaded the Alex Smith part two, like saga where he's like, we're yeah. going to run six pass plays. That's it. Cause I know that's what you can do. And Brock Purdy was fine in college. You know, he's an Arizona product. He was fine. We'll see. But if Tom Brady wants to win a Super Bowl, if he wants to remind people who he is, they're going to go into San Francisco, put up 20 plus points and get a victory on the road in the afternoon slate. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think that that would be a huge testament yeah it's true they need to yeah Tampa wants to get the vibes going towards hey we can win a Super Bowl again I think you're right they absolutely need to but that's going to do it for this Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast we talked about the Thursday night football matchup between the Raiders and Rams discussed our current and updated Super Bowl predictions went over the best games of week 14 I hope you guys all enjoy the week end of football ahead That'll do it for us. Make sure you tune in on Friday for Chris Carter and your boy Q as they break down the rest of the NFL slate. Everybody stay safe out there and enjoy the football. Bye.